uh, this year it's quite different because we will be as organized as a national crisis committee. We've made a clarion call across to all communities in South Africa and uh, social organizations and community organizations, and everyone is affected by the crisis, that we are not going to just sit back and rest on our laurels. We are actually going to occupy and actually disturb the processes and prevalences that are going on at ESCOM, because it cannot be that it's business as usual and people are continuing to rake in salaries and life goes on whilst the rest of the nation remains in the dark. How many people, so we'll, yes, how many people will be taking part in this march? Uh, well, we are relying on the conviction of people because, as you know, that when you make a clear on call on issues that affect society, you never really get to know unless it's on the day of action. So we're, we, we're wishing because we have made a clarion call across all communities. But of course, I mean, you know, it's a, it's, it's a question of it's organized by people who are well-wishing. So you might find that others don't have money for transport to come because it's not a funded sort of like march. It's a flat structure march whereby each and every person is allowed to come. So we, we don't have a clear direction as to how many people with the number, but we are hoping that through the message that we've been able to rile up and the, 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 the interactions on social media and other community forums, it will reach as much as targets, as it will reach as much people as possible. So we will see today, but we're hoping for a good turnout because obviously it's a it's an occupation. The first day will probably be slow, but as and when we go on the week, we'll pick up because we're trying to gravitate towards a national shutdown, which yes. is going to culminate in all um, these live wires connected, whether it's that organization or this organization, so that we can all have one program which is going to deal directly with load shedding. If it's a program of occupation, how will that help and assist ESCOM to do their jobs and keep the light? So the occupation is, 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 is an uncanny form of protest, right, in that one, it's going to be an occupation in the form of raising awareness and consciousness that there's actually something which is wrong in South Africa that is continuously happening on a day-to-day basis, and no one is doing something about it. And we're not going to stop processes of people uh, who want to go to work or anything of that sort, but we're just saying that as people who are concerned about load shedding, we can't go back home to our homes because there's no electricity. And therefore, we're arguing that for as long as there's no electricity, we're going to reside next to the gates until the gates are open enough to bring us light. Mm. So the idea of the protest and occupation is to also get people talking, get people concerned and cleared up into one form of action that is going to unite everyone. Because, I mean, life is going on, political parties are pulling in that direction, public servants which are supposed to represent the public are pulling in another direction. And it's clear that there's no one that can stand up if we don't stand up for ourselves. Businesses mm. are affected, schools are affected, people can't take their medications, there are communities which have overhead three years and two years with no electricity. So it's clear nothing can go on with what Nothing can function normally under this predicament because mm-hmm. even livelihoods are, are, are threatened. So we are of the view that for as long as, particularly we young people who are unemployed, 
who are living below the poverty line, who are rich, who are rich by the racial inequality. Because what we've also seen with this low shedding is that it is mainly targeting particularly African communities and that you'll find that in Maspumelele or in, 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 in Lundi, electricity goes for about 13 hours. You'll find that in the 24 hours, people will spend a 15 hours with no electricity. It's not normal, and it's only targeting mostly uh, the voter base that actually participates in the general or local government mm-hmm. elections. So we're saying that if we have the power to vote and they can make arrangements for us to vote using whatever systems, surely they must do the very same uh, yes. thing for energy and yes. they must provide electricity. Now, now the president, Sir Ramaphosa, has cancelled this trip to Davos to attend to the country's energy crisis. Do you think that this will yield any positive result? I, well, we commend the president for cancelling his, his trip to Davos, but it must not only end there, because you must remember Davos is, is, the, is the wicked place in which these decisions are taken. This transition that is being spoken of, which is set to only target Africa, which is only set to target Mpumalang and to make our cities a ghost town, is actually an inverse, because in Europe, uh, they are building up in Germany right now as we speak, they are building a coal-fired yes. backup so that they can provide electricity for their nation. Mm-hmm. In, in, in Britain yes. as well, they are equally doing the same thing to back up so that they can have electricity through winter. In Singapore, mm-hmm. they are equally doing the same thing. So yes. this hopes that coal has been uh, is dirty is, uh, and, and all of that. I mean, yes. even the cleanest form of renewable energy in the form of nuclear, they don't want to bring it on the national yes. grid, but we're expected to ride things like wind, right. solar, which costs eons of energy.